Here's a thought I'll title, What Makes a Bad Picture? You know, in my youth, and well, I suppose I should confess, maybe in the first 20 years of my photography, bad pictures were the rule. Probably more than half of my images were what I would characterize as bad pictures. And they failed for a number of reasons. Very often there were technical issues that simply prevented me from making a decent print out of an image. Sometimes it was simple things like I missed the focus or I made a bad composition that couldn't be cropped out because what I really needed to do was back up or use a wider angle lens or some such thing. Sometimes they were just poorly seen. But the point is, once I made a bad image on a bad negative, there wasn't much I could do with it. It was pretty much out the window and there was no way to salvage those bad images. But there's so much that we can do now with Photoshop and all the various recovery techniques that we have that it's sort of getting harder and harder to identify what is a bad photograph because so many photographs that I thought were bad, I've been able to go in and with some fairly extensive sometimes Photoshop work, salvage an image that otherwise would have had no possibility, no potential whatsoever. But today's developing tools and processing techniques allow us to save a lot of images. I'm finding that a very interesting thing because when I go back and look at my Lightroom catalog, I'll find images that I assumed were losers for one reason or another, compositionally. Very rarely are they technical losers anymore because almost every image is in perfect focus and properly exposed. That's the, the miracle of the cameras that we have these days, that it's it's a rare image that either misses focus or is improperly exposed somehow to the point where we can't recover it. So now that so many images are recoverable, what makes a bad one? Well, it seems to me what makes a bad one is either one that I've forgotten about, I've I've seen it in my Lightroom catalog, and I dismiss it because it isn't ideal or somehow doesn't meet what my expectations are, and so I don't spend any time with it. And so I think it's a bad photograph, but really it's not, because what it might need is either excessive amounts of processing to salvage it or the perfect project where that image seems to fit just beautifully and particularly if it's stylized in a certain way for the project. But more often than not, I think a bad photograph now is one that simply is sort of empty, I guess, doesn't have any emotional content, fails to make my heart beat a little faster. And I have lots and lots of those. All the processing in the world won't help those. Well, maybe, occasionally, but it's rare. More often, what I find is if there's nothing there, if there's no there there, all the processing in the world can't recover it. So it seems to me that the thing that we need to do now is be really careful, really tough-minded, really disciplined, and really put the work in and the effort in to try to get emotional content in our images because there won't be very many that fail for technical reasons but there will still continue, as there always has been, to be those images that just don't have it. And identifying what it is is a real a serious challenge in the art world. But that's what it boils down to. 
bad photographs are one that just don't have any magic to them. Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing